Hey everyone, welcome to Conversations with the Real Estate Redhead. Today we have Kim Harrington on with Farmers Insurance out of Corpus, and she is going to talk to all of us about uh, replacement costs today. So it's going to be really informative, and thank you so much, girl, for coming on. It is at my pleasure. Hello, everybody. So one of the topics that I really wanted to talk about is the estimated cost to reconstruct your home. Okay. We never think about that. We look at a policy and, you know, every now and then we, re- we review our own policies and we look at this number. So on your insurance policy, you see that as dwelling coverage. When we are starting your policy, when we're renewing your policy, this number to us is the estimated cost to rebuild your home in today's market. Okay. So, so many people will look at that big number because it tends to be a big number and they'll say, Kim, I didn't buy my house for that. Seriously, why are you insuring me for this much? Why are you insuring it? Kim, Mm -hmm. if I could sell my house for that much. Seriously. So, it always seems like such a big number, Mm -hmm. but what we don't realize is we're not insuring for what you owe the bank. Yeah. We're not insuring your home for what you bought it for 20 years ago. Yeah. If something happens to that house today, Mm -hmm. there is going to be a cost. To yeah. rebuilding it. Yeah. And there's added cost. You know, mm-hmm. we had we, several years ago, if you're from Corpus Christi, there was two little houses by the mall. There was a gas leak and they blew up. Oh, my. If you drive by right behind the mall, if you drive by that neighborhood, you see these two brand new homes mm-hmm. in this o- slightly older neighborhood. Yeah. There was a cost to rebuild those homes. Yeah, absolutely. There's something called debris removal. You know? Okay. If something happens to your house and it's not repairable, they have to demolish it, take Mm. all that away, right? Haul it off. Yeah. A lot of people will say, Kim, I'll just use the slab. I'll keep the slab. Mm -hmm. Well, the city of Corpus Christi is not going to allow you to do that. (laughs) They're going to make you, you know, because there's pipes, you know, it's just not, it's it's not a safe structure. Yeah. So you have to take it all away. That's debris removal. Wow. And that's factored into that reconstruction cost. Okay. So insurance companies, we have systems. Mm -hmm. So we do not make up numbers. Right. We take every detail of the house, Mm -hmm. the size, square footage, number of bathrooms, what type of flooring you have. Like the grade of it? Everything, yeah. Like if it's super custom or if it's just basic? Absolutely. If you have granite, if you have Formica countertops, all of that's a factor. And so we type all of that into a calculator, right? Mm -hmm. And it gives us an estimated reconstruction cost. Yeah. So as important as these calculators are, it's really, I always say it's a mutual responsibility Mm -hmm. because I'm giving the homeowner my most educated number of what, you know, value of what that cost is. Mm -hmm. But as a homeowner, we know what's happening in our community. You know, we see new construction and we see the cost. Mm -hmm. So if you see in your neighborhood that, New homes are going up for $180 a square foot. Yeah. And you look at your policy and you're insuring your house at $120 a square foot to rebuild. That, that's, it's that's not, not enough. It yeah. is not enough. So what we recommend is to review your policies. Yeah. You know, have those conversations with your insurance agent. I mean, mm-hmm. th- this is one of our biggest assets. We want to make sure none of us want our insurance premiums to go up. So it's not a conversation we necessarily want to have. Yeah. But if something happens and we know that the market that we're living in, everything's costing more, right? right? Inflation Mm -hmm. is high. 
cost of construction is high. We need to make sure that our insurance is keeping up. Right. Absolutely. Is there anything built into the policy? Like if someone has, has had their policy for five, six years and they're just kind of like shoving it in a drawer and not really paying much attention and they know that they're that it's just being paid. I yep. mean, how is there anything to protect those people that are just choosing to do that? I love it. Yes, there is. With farmers insurance. Yes, there is. Cool. You're like, it's disclaimer, good. farmers. Yes. I know for sure for farmers. We're in most big companies. So yeah. we're going to share this. And for, you know, our other big company, our friends, you yeah. know, they probably have it built in. But you, you don't know what you don't know. You have to ask. Absolutely. As, you know, as an insured, you have to ask. So it's called an inflation guard. So you could have started your home last year. Let's Mm -hmm. just come up with a number. $250,000, right? That's your dwelling coverage. That's, we know now that's the estimated reconstruction cost to to rebuild the house. Mm -hmm. So when your one year anniversary comes around and you get your renewal in the mail, if, you know, a few weeks, you know, probably six weeks before the renewal, Mm -hmm. you'll see that it's not insured for $250,000 anymore. It's, let's come up with a number. It's probably insured for $270,000, $270,000. Okay. That's called an inflation guard. So it's mm-hmm. built into the policy to help you keep up with inflation, cool. keep up with that increasing cost of construction. And a few years ago, that was kind of going up maybe a few thousand. Yeah. Oh, it's going up, you know, easily, you know, 20,000. Yeah. So Farmers is really trying to do a good job in keeping up with that co- increasing cost of construction. That's really good. We also have something built into the policy. It's called extended replacement cost. So there's two components of, of the policy that are really trying to help. And that extended replacement cost, you have to be insured at 100% estimated reconstruction cost. So okay. let's go back to the 250000 example. Yeah. Let's say you come in and say, Kim, I don't want to insure it for that. I want to insure for two twenty. You're going to save $2 if you do that. But <laughs> let's just say Seriously, that's what you, yeah, let's just say that's what you want to do. Two twenty. I probably won't allow you to do it, but this is just an example. Uh-huh. If you underinsure your home, then you do not qualify for extended replacement Interesting. costs. You have to be at 100% replacement cost. Okay. And Farmers has an option, a coverage option, and it could be 10%, 25%, 50% extended wow. replacement cost. So what that does is give you additional coverage in the event the cost of construction goes up in that policy year that's beyond your control. Oh, wow. Okay. So if you go in there and you're negligently underinsuring your home, and they're you not going to extend the extra yeah, They're not going to give you the extra coverage yeah. because markets do change, right? Cost of yeah. construction changes. I mean, look at what happened after Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. Look at what happened with COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, lumber mills were shut down. Yeah, and bad. then there was a hurricane that hit, what was it? Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. So between COVID and a hurricane, Jeez. the cost of lumber was skyrocketing. Yeah. So, and so that's that's not your fault. That's not my fault. Mm-hmm. So that endorsement on a homeowner's policy is golden. Yeah, really. absolutely. When, when you're the policy owner and your house is, you know, it, it's a complete loss. Yeah. You're going to be very grateful that those endorsements are built into the policy. Wow. So then how does that work if, if for the 250 example, mm-hmm. so if the house is insured for 250 and then that, that, that additional replacement cost coverage that's in there say the house is a total loss it comes in to play whenever the total amount to replace the house is more than 250 Mm -hmm. okay so if the cost of construction exceeds that 250 Mm -hmm. not 
because of we're negligently underinsuring the home, but because of the cost of construction yeah. is more than than originally, you know, we originally decided based yeah. on the calculators, based on the current market. It's out right. of our control. Yeah, right. it's increasing cost of construction. Yep. So then, does that do I have to build my house back the exact same way, or does it, or can I choose to like add? an extended garage or or sure. make my make my kitchen better and sure you can you can do anything you want but insurance is going to replace the same like kind and quality so if you okay. have a 1600 square foot home they're going to rebuild you know they're going to give they're going to replace that if you want to add a room that's going to be additional cost out of your own that pocket. they wouldn't yeah they, that they yeah, wouldn't. they're not going to you can't upgrade right mm-hmm. they're going to replace what, similar to what you had yeah and then anything beyond that that's going to be a conversation between you and your contractor outside of the insurance claim got it yeah. okay well that's that's upgrades. interesting you're going to be responsible yeah. for your own upgrades yeah. yeah okay so other than like replacement costs and things like that what would you say are other good coverages to make sure that your policy has right now it is critical to look at loss of use mm. loss of use we had a fire one of our families had a fire in april Okay. They're just getting into their home. It wasn't a total loss. It was a repair, right? They had to remodel their house. That was almost, what, a year ago? Yep. Yep. We're going on a year. So what happens is, so that evening when there was a house fire, Mm -hmm. we had her and her husband in a hotel. They were at Walmart buying pajamas. It happens. And you know, it always happens at night. So they're in a hotel. By Thursday, they were in a rental home. And they've been in a rental home ever since. Dang. That entire cost of the rental is under loss of use on your policy. So, you know, it it is shocking what rental prices are right now. Yeah. Isn't it? As a realtor, you know. (laughs) Yeah. How about a furnished rental? Yeah. We're looking at $2,600, a month for a fully furnished because all your stuff is destroyed yeah you can't just not have something to sleep on and and a table to eat at oh my goodness gracious so you have to look at that number and think and the thing is so some policies are extended for 12 months okay we have a policy that extends up to 24 months well why on earth would you need 24 months to rebuild look at what's happening you can't find workers. Delays our contractors are completely delay. delayed, and it's not our. It's not that our contractors are bad. They're they're living the same situation that all Absolutely. of us are. There's delays. Yeah. So what happens? You know that that what seemed to be a little project ends up being you know so long a really big deal a really really big deal. So what would happen is if you had a loss of use coverage for twelve months and mm-hmm. you and it goes to eighteen months and you would be out of pocket that cost for the additional wow. eight months. Wow. So if you can possibly get twenty four months, do it. Make yeah. that change on your policy. If yeah. you have a low limit on that loss of use, just do some math. You know, do twenty six hundred. You know, multiply that by a few months, and you can kind of see that's expensive. Yeah, that's so, a lot of money just make sure that you have i mean it's always hard to know what's enough you know how much am i going to need but that's a conversation that you and your insurance agent can have to make sure that you have adequate coverage it's hard to predict everything but Mm -hmm. you definitely want to review it yeah so what is the what does that look like then if all of these things that you know people need to review with their agent how do they go about doing that phone call okay phone call 
It, or it could even be an email. An email to yeah. your agent says, you know, I haven't reviewed this. Can you highlight the most important parts? Do I have enough coverage? Do mm-hmm. I have enough coverage? We saw it during Hurricane Harvey. There were some people that were, you know, starting to remodel their homes and the yeah. cost of insurance was going up and what they had in place wasn't enough. And so yeah. we just, we want to make sure that people are adequately insured. We never want anybody underinsured. Yeah. And we don't want anybody overinsured. We don't exactly. want people to spend money unnecessarily. Of course not. Exactly. And we don't want their deductibles to be inflated. So if True. you have just a huge amount of insurance that you don't need, that's going to inflate your deductible unnecessarily. So that's we don't want true. that either. Yeah. We want people adequately insured, but don't leave it up to one person. Definitely be part of that, com- as a homeowner, be a Absolutely. part of that conversation. Well, and that's like their responsibility, your responsibility as a homeowner is to take, is to take, you know, responsibility for that. Like, yeah, you are the professional, but they also have, you know, duties in this as well, right? Like they also Absolutely. have a responsibility. And- Absolutely. It's a shared responsibility is what mm-hmm. I say. Yeah. And then living on the coast. There's a whole nother policy that we need to talk about. It's mm. not necessarily necessarily going to affect our friends that are in San Antonio, but yeah, yeah. if you're on the coast and you have a separate windstorm policy, mm-hmm. they have an inflation guard. Okay. Usually $1,000. Recently, it's been maybe two or three, right? It's mm-hmm. a, it does not keep up with your homeowner's policy. Yeah. So you have to put those policies side by side and mm-hmm. quote that windstorm policy like your homeowners and just make sure that it's not lagging Got right it. that it's not, that it's not falling behind and some people you know they'll choose to have a little bit less coverage but you know that's really has to be a choice that yeah, you make a as risk. a homeowner yeah, yeah that, that you don't let an insurance company decide that for you you know Absolutely. review your policies make sure that those coverages match mm-hmm. and get a quote so you, you definitely you may not want me to increase your windstorm by $20,000, right? Automatically, of course not. Yeah. But it does require a conversation. Yeah. Why is my homeowners at 270, but my windstorm is still at 251? Right, exactly. Why don't those match? So exactly. ask questions as a homeowner. Yeah, yeah. Lean on your insurance professional to be there for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that, that kind of makes me wonder, um, you know, whenever it comes to those policies, um, you know, you've got your home and you've got your wind. Would you, what do you, how do you feel about flood flood insurance around this area? It is absolutely necessary. So we have two types, you know, mandatory flood, right? Mm -hmm. If you're in a high risk flood zone, your mortgage company is going to require you to have flood insurance if you're in a high risk. And then if you're in a low to moderate, the mortgage company is not going to require you to have flood insurance. Yeah. But you know, we live on the coast. Exactly. You know, it can flood anywhere. Exactly. You know, flood is one of the highest paid claims in all of the United States. I mm. mean, it's a loss that can happen to any one of us. Yeah. It just has to rain long enough and the water doesn't drain. Where exactly. is it going to go up? Where is it going to go? It's going to go up. Exactly. And so there have been claims that we've experienced in Westlaco, Texas. Had it, wow. Had it flooded, you know, probably ever. Exactly. And there was old neighborhoods that, Man, that were flooded. that's hard. That's really San, hard. Uh, San Benito... Harlingen, you know, okay. those neighborhoods weren't in high risk flood zones. Yeah. All it, all, the only thing that happened is it rained for a really long period of time and yeah. that water didn't drain. Yeah. Well, and it's not like you can just decide in the middle of a rainstorm to go and call your insurance agent to get flood either. Nope. So the National Flood Insurance Program does have a mandatory 30 day wait. Okay. 
So there are private flood companies that do not require the 30-day wait, Mm -hmm. but we have moratoriums, right? So if there's a storm, and it doesn't even have to be a tropical storm, a name storm, it could just be a rain event. Yeah. And we'll get emails that shut us down and we cannot sell insurance that day until the event is past us. Wow. So, you know, uh, right before Hurricane Harvey. We all know we have homeowners insurance. We all know we have windstorm insurance, right? Our mortgages require it. Yeah. That Wednesday, my phone blew up for flood insurance. Dang. You know, you know, and we we do our best to send, you know, uh, letters every single year. We send emails, you know, would you like to purchase flood insurance? Mm -hmm. But a lot of us, you know, we forget. And so exactly. we, it was a lot of phone calls. Is flood insurance included in my homeowner's policy? It's not. Yeah. And flood insurance is not included in any homeowner's policy or any windstorm policy. Exactly. So it's important. Yeah. And it's relatively inexpensive. If you look at flood insurance compared to everything else we spend in oh, annual absolutely. policy, it's going to be, you know, not as expensive. It's yeah. worth the investment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I remember, you know, whenever I would look at my insurance policies and I would see like the different premiums, I feel like the windstorm was always so expensive. And then the others were like a little bit less of a hit, you know, yeah. especially, especially the flood. And, and I talk about that with my husband. I'm like, but do we really need it? We're so, we're inland. We're not, I mean, even though we live in Rockport, we're on a peninsula for heaven's sakes, we're surrounded mm-hmm. by water. And we're like, yeah, we're like a mile from the water. It's no big deal. <laughs> But, you know, you may not be directly affected by surge, storm mm-hmm. surge, but your drainage system could be. Yeah. Yeah. We so. haven't gone without it for sure. It's yeah. just not, it's like one of those things is like, is the risk worth, worth not having it, you know? And okay. it's just, it just scares me. I would just rather be protected and, you know, have an insurance company I can rely on rather than having to go to the store myself and buy all of the supplies and just be super oh, overwhelmed horrific. with the cost. I mean, it's absolutely horrific. Yeah. And what people don't realize is our national flood insurance program? Mm-hmm. It caps out at two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, two hundred and fifty thousand. So for all of our friends that live, you know, in Port A, and they, you know, they exactly. may have a four hundred thousand dollar home, five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar home. You know, that two hundred and fifty thousand will satisfy the requirements from their mortgage. Yeah, but it's not going to rebuild their home. Right. So a lot of people will say, "Well, Kim, you know, the water is only going to go up so high. I can remodel it." Well, I mean, if it's if if it's deemed unrepairable, right? I True. mean, there are some losses that you just cannot repair. You have to demolish the home, and yeah. so if you have a mortgage for five hundred thousand and oh, you have a policy for two fifty, no, no, no. I mean, it's just that's making me what, cringe. I know that's just a nightmare, and it happened. I mean, we saw yeah. that happen to people in Houston. Yeah, There's many mansions downtown. Mm. It happened. Their mortgage was satisfied by the 250. Yeah. You know, that's all they, rec- it wasn't satisfied. They still had a mortgage on of a home course. that they couldn't rebuild, right? Oh my gosh. For 250. And so, but what I'm saying, it satisfied the requirement for flood. The 250 right. satisfied the requirement for flood. Right. But it wasn't enough to rebuild. Right. So what happens, they had to go rent somewhere else, mm. pay rent, pay a mortgage on a home that they didn't have. And then take, figure it's out just, how they're going to pay for these repairs for this house. Yeah, it's just can't live in. So that's called excess flood insurance. Okay. Excess flood insurance. So okay. if you have a home that's in a high risk flood zone mm-hmm. any or anywhere, right? Yeah. But especially in a high risk flood zone mm-hmm. and it's worth more than 250000 Yeah. Please ask your insurance company, your insurance agent for an excess flood insurance quote. Yeah. It's just 
you don't hear a lot of people talking about it. Exactly. You don't hear a lot of homeowners that have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is this has been amazing. This is so much information, and I just. Yeah, you're you're kind of blowing my mind with all of this information, and I just I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly, exactly. Talk about it all the time. So I think that a lot of people can really benefit, you know, from Thank all you. of this information. So um, to wrap it up, what is one thing you do every day to make the world a better place? I I hope it's educate. You know, mm-hmm. I really certainly be kind. You want to be kind to everybody. Yeah, but. I think the biggest thing is I want to educate people. I want to help people. And sometimes it's just helping people review their own policy. Sometimes people have relationship with their agents that they've been with for 20 years. Mm -hmm. We're not pushy salespeople. We can still sit with you, have a conversation. And in the future, if you need our help, we're here. But if anything... We just, we just want to be helpful. Absolutely. Well, and I think that's, that's great that you say that because you're in the perfect, you're in the perfect career for that to be able to help. Because I feel like so many people just do not understand the concept of insurance and it's very overwhelming and very daunting. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, homeownership is already a a, a big thing in and of itself, but whenever you think about the protection and the insurance, people just typically pay and don't really pay a whole lot of attention. So it's important. Pay attention. Absolutely. So this was great. Thanks again for coming on. And if anybody wants to contact your office and have any additional questions, how would they go about doing that? Absolutely. Call our office. The number is uh, 361-906-1616. Awesome. Well, thanks again. You guys have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in.